Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Welcome to Teenagers with the Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. Uh, and it's New Zord Day. Who's excited? New Zord Day. Woo! I mean, yeah, actually, I, I like these Zords, so yeah. They're, they're fine. They're oh, fine. This, this is this is this is going to be TWA Civil War because I hate these New Zords. What the well, fuck? They're cool. They do things. They do. I mean, do it's things. cool that they get to do things. I don't like. Okay, in fairness, we don't see the Megazord this week mm-hmm. we do not i i i not not a fan of the, the the new megazord i haven't seen the new megazord yet really except for the episode preview and well, we we will yeah. talk about it when we get there but first i need to introduce us i'm no. zach joining me this week we've got emily hi it's me we have mike hi it's me <laughs> uh, well we that's gonna be, get confusing and we have fabby Hi, um, this episode, the new swords barely registered, so I don't know if just, like, I couldn't pay attention to the episode, or the episode just didn't grab my attention, like, one thing did, when the rangers, like, go down a hole, that, that grabbed my <clears throat> attention, that was about it. Yeah, see, see, nothing about the episode was trashy enough, except for that part. Yeah. <laughs> your, fav- um, your favorite so, part is when they go down a hole, okay. I have decided to... To do a bit, um, this is my bit. Do y'all remember how uh, uh, Luke, friend of all of us, for a long time, I don't know if he still does, but for a long time, used to play Smash during this podcast, very loudly and obviously? Yes. I mean, he still, he yes. still plays Smash all the time. Yes, yeah. he did. And Eric would try to edit out the clicking cl- and clacking <laughs> of the GameCube controller, but the GameCube controller is the loudest controller ever made. So. Speaking of editing, and like, hopefully you won't know about it, listeners, but I've got two fans on me, and my audio track looks like a mess, but it's 96 <laughs> degrees here, so and I have no, no air conditioning. So fuck that. <laughs> well, fuck turning them off. <laughs> so what? What are you? What? Uh, what loud noise are you going to perform? Uh, it's not this a loud episode? noise. It's not. It, this is not a loud noise. But I am. If uh, y'all give me your permission, your consent, 
I was going to play a game of the actually really good uh, um, competitive visual novel, uh, Wait, Monster what? Prom. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, so I have a if, couple questions. Yeah? I have a couple questions. Mm-hmm. The first one is, what is a competitive visual novel? How it's does that work? It's a visual novel where multiple people play it at the same time. And okay. then you're all competing from the same pool of characters. So sometimes everyone goes for their own characters. And then sometimes uh, you all, two people decide to go for the same one. And uh, the character will only end up with one of you at the end. Oh, or shit. neither of you. Or neither of you. Uh, this game's actually like legit hard sometimes to to actually end up with someone. Yeah, like, and, and another another way to visualize it for you, Zach, is that it's like a mixture between a board game and a visual novel. Yeah, because like, in yeah, some visual fun. novels, really fun. you have, like, <laughs> an overworld where you can go to different places and do things. This uh, one yes, has the, 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 the sim date on, on Newgrounds kind of is it like novel. um is it like pers- <laughs> is it like persona where you have like stats that you level up yes exactly okay and gotcha. then different characters uh like different things and there's also like random special events it's a really good game it's a See, four player game yes the, the the characters are really fun too because they're all like weird monsters like my, my favorite character is polly the the druggy party girl she's my so favorite good. character is zoe the terence elder like being the trans girl who used to be an elder abomination. Yeah, I don't think she was in when I was playing, but that's yeah, really cool. I'm playing good. with the DLC because I've added new characters. Yeah. So you have answered my first question. The second mm-hmm. question is that doesn't really sound like a bit. It ah. sounds like the episode bored you, and you don't really want to pay that no, much no, attention. No. <laughs> See, the bit is this game has four characters that you can okay. choose pronouns and names. And if y'all are okay with it, I want oh. to name each one of these characters after each one of us. Oh, yes, please. I'm, I'm yes, please. This. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm playing the short game that says it's 90 minutes. Um, so we'll see if I get to the end of the of a game and see if any of us get a day to Monster Prom. Fe- Febby, this is this is less of a bit and more just you're gonna do a let's play that the audience won't yeah. see <laughs> while the rest of us I'll are like doing talk a about interesting things. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Listen, we've we've been doing this show for like for five years, mm-hmm. and it's time that our episodes have their own B plots. <laughs> so d- while we're having our A plot, which is discussion is- discussing Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Fabi will be playing a monster prom and telling us who the, who each of us dates. Yeah, uh, so, I'm gonna be honest. Just so you start by declaring you're gonna do a bit, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you explain to us in in great detail this this visual novel that you really like, mm-hmm. and then you tell us that you're gonna play it in the background, and I guess occasionally give us updates. And then, and, and with with the thing is like, if that's okay with y'all, I'm gonna go ahead and do it because you're asking permission from the rest well, of the crew. I'm asking permission that is, to name that is, these characters after you. Yeah, she's gonna do it anyway. Like you don't <laughs> get to decide that part. This is some fucking. This is a fucking avant garde approach to podcast bits. <laughs> GWA breaking new grounds. <laughs> I'm a very polite girl. <laughs> 
consent's important. So, I don't want to take too much time in the character choosing. Uh, you can Google if you want, like Monster Heart player characters, but if not, I'm going to describe it real quickly and see. Just, just give, if give me any the most them... fam one. That's the name or Emily. Mm-hmm. Fabby, you, you know me decently well, and I trust your judgment to pick my character for me. Let me just, for the viewer, listeners also, let me go to the characters. There's four real quickly. Uh, so, listeners, have... if you want to engage in this, open up your browser and go to Google. I'm going to explain them. So, they're all, they all have, like, a primary color. The yellow one is, like, a shadow creature. You're all monsters. It's like a shadow creature with a little shadow body. They're a little bit in the masculine, but a little bit more androgynous. Um, okay. The red one is this hot flame girl with, like, a red uh, jacket and a black dress and, like, black heels uh, and flame okay. hair. She's really good. The green one is this kind of buff zombie dude. Um, and the blue one is uh, a cute, uh, also, like, zombie girl. Yeah, I'm looking kinda at like them. Kind of, like, Frankenstein look. You're going to go blue, blue one, okay, please. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think... I will go green. I want the zombie man, please. Cool. Mike? Uh, who, who was left? You There's can a be shadow person. Shadow boy or a hot flame, flame girl. I guess I'll go with shadow boy. Okay, you got it. Th- these characters fit you all, I think. Shadow boy uh, is adorable because it looks like he has like a little... Yeah, like, like a His shoulder friend. has like a little ghost that sticks out of it which i appreciate mm-hmm. That's yeah I, I just posted some art which i think is fan art so michael can see it because i don't know if you looked it up but there you go all right well cool. thank you for letting us know and letting us in on this bit yeah um, I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll like tell you as this game goes i'll probably also post some pictures of this on twitter because it's gonna be very funny because all the characters are gonna have your names very good. The good news about this also is I didn't have. Well, actually, there is news. I lied. We do have to talk about. You have to, Zach. I swear to God, <laughs> we, we had a to, huge news thing drop at our laps this week. We, we do have news. I'm sorry. I almost. I almost An skipped it. An hour long Comic Con panel. <laughs> So yeah, there was a Power Rangers Comic-Con panel, which Comic-Con, if, if you haven't heard, is remote, mostly. I, mostly or all. Is, there's nothing in person, right? It's yeah, like yeah it was, this online. was a pre-recorded. Okay. Yeah. So there was a Power Rangers pre-recorded panel. Uh, there's some cool stuff in there. Uh, I have not watched it all the way through yet because I just haven't had time. But I specifically did watch the part that uh, that Mike pointed out to me, which is that... Um, uh, Rocky, aka uh, oh no, hold on, Steve Cardenas. Steve Cardenas uh, basically k- said that there was a bunch of additional information for all of the second wave of Rangers about their characters that just never yeah, made when, it into when, the when show. When he got the part, he and the other new actors were given dossiers of all this like deep lore about those, the characters, all of them. Yeah, that like. N- never manifested in the show. 
He said that, like, uh, Rocky's parents had split up, and also that he had, like, five siblings that we never found out about. And he was, I think, like, helping raise them, question mark, was one of the things. Yeah, and also, like, the the fucking, like, karate teacher thing that he he mentioned in his, like, send-off at the beginning of Turbo... Like the writers came up with that back in season two, they just, just didn't never, say it. Yeah, yeah, it just never came up. Yeah, it's it's weird. It it feels like because between this and that Turbo Bible, uh, the like style guide that we found or, or someone sent to us, uh, it seems like they do put some thought into the characters. They just don't put it in the show, which is very strange to me. Um, but I want yes. a version of this show that's like the 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 oc but with superpowers first something <laughs> in this is that i was trying to do like proper lowercase and uppercase but for some reason my brain skipped so everyone is like proper lowercase and uppercase except mike which is all just uppercase makes sense all, to me all caps. Yeah, okay well, that's, i mean in fairness my name is mike <laughs> so uh that's what i call you mike <laughs> yep <laughs> It's like uh, the, the fucking seagulls from Finding Nemo in here. Uh, <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you should go check that out. It's it's a cool panel, and there's a lot of interesting information in especially it. Especially about uh, our so boy what I was gonna Rocky. say is, uh, yeah, especially that deep Rocky lore. Um, but what I was gonna say is, uh, it kind of makes se- like it sucks that they never use that stuff, but it also kind of makes sense that like when you're brainstorming and establishing the backgrounds of characters you're going to be writing when you're making your show Bible or whatever, it makes sense to come up with a lot more information that you'll, than you'll actually use. Yeah. Because you don't want to have to go back and make up anything after the fact that might conflict with something another writer's doing. Right. You, know? you, you want to... That's, that's why they write those, like, lore Bibles, so that you don't accidentally... Yeah. You know, go double back, stuff like that. Which, it's still which, just wild that Rocky had all this background that we just never saw. There was a moment, because uh, we should actually explain what the panel was. Uh, Steve Gardenis was actually the only actor from the show at the panel, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah. Everyone else was just involved in Boom Comics. This was at yes. Comic-Con. It was a panel to talk about future projects with Boom. And the reason they had Steve Gardenis there is because, you know, starting recently... Uh, the, their Power Rangers comics was kind of moving forward in the timeline, right. and they've got uh, Zach, Trini, and Jason off doing stuff in space because uh, you know the, the 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 new lore that they've written was that the uh, peace conference was a cover right. for them to go on some like fucking you know uh, black ops Power Rangers shit or something, and yeah. so they're touching on Rocky and Manaisha, and I'm actually super excited about it because um, part of the fun of the Boom comics is taking these characters that let's be honest, we're really just paper thin and fleshing them out. And I'm really interested to see what they well, do with yeah. what are honestly yeah. some of our favorite characters. Well, and know? it's, it's really interesting. Cause like Steve Cardenas is mentioning all this lore about Rocky at the panel. I wonder if they have access to all of that. Well, that's so the that thing is, like- uh, one of the things that came up in the panel is the writers are like, they apparently Steve Cardenas telling this story was them. They learned, uh, about these dossiers, from him saying that. And they, yeah. they said, like, oh, man, we want to get our hands on those. Yeah. That's so cool. I, I would love to see what it is they say for Adam and Aisha. Because yeah, like, we only I, I get to like hear Rocky, too. right? Like, So yeah. here's something else interesting, which is that uh, about the comics. So the comics previously, there's been two. 
uh, there's Power Rangers and Go-Go Power Rangers. And Go-Go was for- focused more on, like, uh, teen shenanigans and Power Rangers was, like, the big epic story. So, like, like Go-Go is, like, what I mentioned earlier, where it's OC with, like, a little bit of Power Rangers right. thrown in. <laughs> the, the new, uh, they're ending both of those because they're coming to, like, the end of some creative teams and, and the end of some big story arcs. And they're launching two new ones. And the two new comics are called Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. That's and hilarious. <laughs> Mighty Morphin is focused on the Mighty Morphin team. And then Power Rangers is focused on, like, kind of, uh, you know, the, the universe at large. Yeah, which, exactly. Honestly, I saw, I saw like, a cover from that that had, like, all the Rangers from, like, all the seasons on it. And that was pretty they, sick. They, the yeah. Honestly, I, I feel like, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a smart way to go about doing it because. I feel like Power Rangers as a, a media franchise essentially has two audiences. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have the nostalgic crowd who just does not give a shit about anything past Mighty Morphin. And then, for lack of a better term, you have everyone else. Yeah. And so, like, splitting that into the, your two comic runs makes some marketing sense. Yeah. And at the very least, like, it makes some creative sense because, like, the the latter one, like, that gives you a chance to just go buck wild with the deep lore, really throw out a bunch of fan service. That's fun. Yeah. And the first one, it's it's honestly really good that, like, that would get stale with all the comics they've already done. But this is where it becomes really smart that they've moved forward to the season two crew before making right. this jump. Because yeah. now, now you get to deal with the White Ranger powers and the three new Rangers yeah. And and again, all this other like offshoot stuff you're doing with uh, Jason Zack and Trainee, although I'd, I'd right. wager a good chunk of that's happening over in the other comic, actually. Um, but but yeah. yeah, it's a cool it's a cool idea. And it's also good because like Shattered Grid, which was their big their first like big event, they tried to wrap up the Mighty Morphin characters like that was them attempting to close it off and then move to something else. And people were like, but. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, which like, I understand. You like those characters. Yeah. You want more stuff with them. And so, like, yeah, I, I love those characters. Like, I love Jason and Trini and Zach and Billy and 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 Trini and Kimberly. They're, I'm gonna say Trini twice. They're great. Um, but like, I do like the other seasons. So I'm really yeah. glad they're they're like expanding so, into that. I'm kind of torn because like. I also like. I'm interested in seeing some of the other I seasons. Even though, like, twice instead of saying Tommy, which is very funny to me. It's very <laughs> telling. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredibly telling about how you feel about Tommy because Trini isn't a character, <laughs> and she Tommy is, is negative character. Um, but uh, fuck, what was, what was I gonna say? Uh, I I'm glad that they're doing stuff in the later seasons, just for like from like an art standpoint. I want them to get into the later shit, even though. That stuff is stuff I'm not personally invested in because I haven't watched past like where we're at in Turbo now. Uh, yeah. But on the flip side, having gone through these early seasons with you all over the course of the last several years, I would have felt robbed if the comics never got to Rocky, Adam, and Aisha. Yeah. You know, yeah. I would have been really upset if they never touched on seasons two and three. I'm gonna be, like, I'm gonna be honest. I really hope that that they keep going, and I I hope that eventually we meet Catherine. And maybe we get to Zio at some point. You well, know, Tanya, I, uh, Tanya was in uh, the storyline after uh, um, Shattered Grid, and she was dating uh, the guy who's the uh, Mike. Oh man, yeah, Mike. Who's the? What's the name of that? He's in uh, Lost Galaxy. He's the big. Ah uh, 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 shit, Magnus. 
Magnus Magna Defender. Defender. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Boom, was cool. Fabi like playing that. a video game got <laughs> covered in Power Rangers. Wait, Serbia. wait. Magna Defender's name is Mike. Yeah, the second Mike. Magna Defender. Yes. Are okay. you excited? Are you excited or concerned about this? <laughs> kind of both. <laughs> um, I was kind of under the impression that there was never a Power Ranger named Mike. What? Uh, I mean, the green, green Samurai Ranger named well, Mike. To be fair. Mike. Oh God, that's right, Green Samurai. Also, to be fair, mm. this is a, a Power a Ranger like you know ally. <laughs> You know what's funny yes. is that in, no, in Samurai, more. there's a there's a ranger named Mike and a ranger named Emily, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> I can't wait until we really have to deal with that in, in twenty years. years. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Yeah. I, know, I know, but still, yeah. it's it's funny that we're we're both in that season. Going to be a going to be a mm. comedy of errors in forty years. Mm. It does um, look like those are the two mics, though. It's just those. I it's you know fu- the the fucked up thing is I I probably wasn't aware of Samurai Mike because. I looked to see if there was a ranger named Mike back during the early days of this podcast, and I think Sam Power Ranger Samurai just wasn't a thing yet. I think it Maybe. had like just started, yeah. But but so also quick quick funny observance before we move into the episode. Uh so yeah, sorry. So yes, that's cool. I think it's a good way to relaunch. Uh you should check that panel out. They've got some cool ideas. Um also if you search a name and then Power Rangers on Google it shows you a big list of uh, related searches, and it's just pictures of people's faces with the names like Emily Power Rangers, which makes me think that that's her last name. <laughs> Emily, Emily Power Rangers, that's Troy Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sans Undertale, you know? Yeah, you just, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, our, our favorite character, Rocky Power Rangers. Yeah, um, he's the best. Before before we get to the episode, I, I want to bring up something uh not not quite a full actor spotlight, like a mini actor spotlight, oh, sure, kind of, yes. sort of. I, I looked this up, but I, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, before we got started, I asked Zach, like, wait a minute, do we know, I know we don't find out who the uh, Phantom Ranger is. Do we know who voices him? Because I remember there was some weird shit with the Gold Ranger where he was originally voiced uh, by, by, by Hong Kong's VR Troopers. Troopers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, VR Troopers boy. Uh, <laughs> always standing in front of uh, Japanese temples and thinking about his dad, that boy. Hmm. Um but so I, I looked it up, and uh, it's a it's a guy named Ali Offshar. Yes, and uh, I was looking at his filmography. He's been he's been in a couple of movies. He's had uh, small parts in the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Fuck yes. yeah! And now, in that in uh, <laughs> in the movie Three Kings, which I think has Ice Cube in it. Never heard of that. Yeah, Three so, Kings is fun. Uh, so the the thing with this guy's filmography. And this is kind of the sad thing that tends to happen with Middle Eastern actors. Yep. <sighs> There's a good streak there for a good number of years where he has a bunch of small parts after that, like, after 11 he just plays terrorists for a while. Just plays terrorists for a while. That yeah, sucks. Te- but but there is there is some good news. There is there is light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, without digging too deep in all this stuff, right now in 2020, uh, he is on a t- he is the host of a TV series called Import Face Off, which is apparently. <laughs> uh, it's it's basically a, a thing about uh, import car drag racing. Okay, cool. that sounds cool. Yeah, and so he is he is the host of that show. Oh. There you go. So yeah, um, I don't know how big that show is. I mean, I've never heard of it, but I'm a nerd, so you know whatever. Yeah, well, you're, um, you're not, not a car nerd. Not right. a car nerd, no. Uh, but yeah, so that this this guy is um, he, he is an established actor who's who's doing these voices, although. 
the Phantom Ranger is actually one of his earliest credits. Uh, before the Phantom Ranger, he actually did uh, a single voice in Masked Rider, so Saban already knew the guy. Uh, and then he was in like a single episode of Saved by the Bell. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he also yeah. though he has a bunch of producer credits and some writing credits. So you know, there you go. Yeah, not not a huge deal as an actor, but he's definitely been floating around Hollywood for a while. There you go. Cool. Uh, and he's floating around in this episode, Invisible, like a phantom. Mm-hmm. Not really, not Invisible that much in this episode. Honestly. That's true. It's pretty much just at the beginning. This just is the beginning. Epi- like this is an interesting thing about. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Nope. As I said, this is episode twenty-seven of Power Rangers Turbo. One last hope. And don't let the name fool you, it's a part two, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. so much so that the first scene of this episode is literally just the last scene of the last episode, repeated, uh, exactly. Fabian interrupting with a bit, everyone, don't think about it, just name a video game. Legend of Zelda. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mike? Uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Okay, cool. Um, the, <laughs> I love you, Michael. Yeah, uh, just so you know, the turn order is going to be decided in wh- what would be the most entertaining one of this if William Shakespeare came back and played it on Twitch. So that's what I'm going to be doing while y'all are talking about Power Rangers. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, William Shakespeare's Twitch channel would mostly just consist of him screaming about how he'd been I unstuck thought, in time. I could have sworn Fabi said William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Shatner? I said Shakespeare. No, oh, no, I, no, I, I misheard it. It's my my brain is poisoned. <laughs> okay, well, but my brain is poisoned because when you mentioned Shakespeare traveling to the future, my mind jumped to that episode of Celebrity Deathmatch where he fights Buster Rhymes. Oh my god, I haven't thought of I haven't thought about I, Celebrity Deathmatch. I do in a like long time. the idea of William Shakespeare playing Sonic Two Two Battle. Yeah, that's that, that's <laughs> the one I chose as the first choice. Mm. I will say this about Celebrity Deathmatch: it was never good. But it definitely got better when Stone Cold Steve Austin invented a time machine and they brought historical figures into the mix. I mean, sure, that sounds good. Also, Stone Cold, a, a known genius and inventor, <laughs> so it makes sense. Speaking of um, I mean, honestly, figures. that's probably one of the best jokes in that series is that a core part of the lore is that Stone Cold Steve Austin invented time travel. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of historical figures, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I hung out with Karl Marx today, so that was fun. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, I would let you go on about that, but we have to m- talk about the oh, episode. I, I just wanted to say that I hung out with Karl Marx. <laughs> Fair enough. So we start with Justin uh, using his special eyes to be able to see Phantom Ranger, even though no one else can. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, it's the Phantom Ranger. I bet even he can't help us now. Also, if you're just tuning in for some reason, they lost their Megazord last, last week because... Because General Lots Havoc. Yeah. Did you all talk about how it doesn't make sense that uh, Diva Tox's sister is a general and not a pirate? What? Sister? You mean brother? Sorry, brother. Her brother. Her brother. Yeah. Well, no, he, he, she, he's, he's a general. He's a pirate general. Like, like, that's even like a thing in like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies where there's like admiral pirates who are like. Oh, man, whatever. Better. It's just a pirate. <laughs> I don't think they. Well, I mean, she, she's, she, you don't have a problem with her being a pirate queen, but you have a problem with him being a pirate general. Yes, I don't like. I mm-hmm. did. Look, I don't think pirates should have like 
a fixed hierarchy. That bothers me. Well, here's the thing: she shouldn't. She also shouldn't be a queen. Is in in that sense, like I, it just like this, and this show's just fucking playing Calvin Ball. All right. Yes. She's a queen, and she made her brother a general because nepotism. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Even though apparently she also doesn't like him very much because she just hates every member her, he her, seems, of her family. He seems to be like pretty um, competent so far, though. It's fair. just like <laughs> it. It's it furthers the weird trend of the fact that I guess alien women look like people, and then alien men look like zombies or skeletons. Well, don't worry, we get an alien man next season who's a ranger. Who's oh, that's true. I guess that's true. We also um, get sp- space and- boyfriend. Yes, right. Because I was just saying, because Rita's brother is Rito, and then I made, uh, I made Divotox's this brother thing. is this guy. I was guy. like, Divotox's brother should have been called Devotox. That's a very funny joke I made <laughs> yes. last week. Devo <laughs> That was, that was, was very good. Good, good it was job. Extremely good, and I'm thank glad you brought you. it back. Good job. Also, thank you. We we actually don't know for certain what General Havoc looks like because I think this is just a helmet he's wearing. Oh, I guess it could be. I sure. don't know if it's his face. I mean, I it's don't know. not a skull, it, so it could I be. I think I'm pretty sure with Richie Hiker, the the Sentai one, he's just that's his head. This is what his head looks like. Yeah, but you know, it can be different. It can't be. In any case, uh, the. The the rangers are like, you have to help us, and Phantom Ranger says there's one last hope. Uh and then he and the Carlos is like, There's there's no time to wait, and he's like, I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to wait later. Yep, and then he just disappears again. Listen, he's still fine tuning the, the news the new thing that he's doing. I almost gave it away. No spoilies. Uh, yeah, don't give spoilies, please. <laughs> We, we didn't cu- mention new Zoras in the beginning of the episode or anything. Yeah, we did. We cut up to we cut up to their dumb space base they have now. I love it's how great. in the space base because it's footage of the evil planet in the Sentai. You can see the little cars driving around on it. Yeah, yes, that's okay. true. Barbarian, uh, by the way, is his name. Yes, in the uh, Sentai. So, so we cut to um, this space base. And uh, we see Metallosaurus from the last episode getting upgrade, upgraded based on stuff they ripped out of the uh, the Turbo Megazord, uh, which is a, a cool idea, even though it doesn't go anywhere, really. Um, El- Elgar yells at the RPM, or not RPM, at the uh, Turbo Megazord for some reason, even though it's inanimate. Well, uh, it's it's because uh, it's because the guy says, Porto's working on some stuff to make my my machine even better. And then he just, he taunts the Megazord like, see hear that? You're obsolete, you fucking shitty robot. It's <laughs> interesting. They have, they have it at the end of the episode here where it shows a bunch of Wumpers or whatever the hell they're not called anything in this version um, working on it. That happens now. And then they, yeah. they are actively working to try to make it so that they can use the RV Robo. Which so, is why he's yelling up to them. So here is uh, something that happens that I don't quite understand, which is Porto comes up and says, uh, hello, sir, Mr. General, sir. Uh, I've printed out some information hidden in the Megazord's <laughs> database. Now, first of all, he hands him a journal that says top secret it's in like best. no, f- in like the no fear font, which is very <laughs> funny. Uh, but also he just printed it out on like glossy high res three ring binder paper, which is funny. Um, he says, so there's this information hidden in the Megazord's database about the Phantom Ranger. Now, why the fuck is there information that that 
Demetria and Alpha don't have about well, I mean, Phantom Demetria Ranger. and Alpha didn't make the Turbo Zords. Where did they come from? Oh, Zordon made them, right? Well, okay. Zordon and maybe Billy might have worked on yeah. them before he left. All right, that's a fair point. Zordon made so it. So maybe and... they know about the Phantom Ranger, and they're just like not. They just didn't tell Dimitri about it because you know. I mean, that's that's yeah. very in, in character for Zordon to just not uh, tell. True. <laughs> that's the thing uh, about this because because we are determined as a very serious media analysis podcast. We are determined to figure out what the uh, <laughs> uh, actual canon of this show is based on the text, as has as has always been. <laughs> uh, our purpose as we figure out you know how angel grove is a post-apocalypse and right. what the morphin grid is and so on and so forth and so by the time the season is over uh we have to well i guess there's going to be some of him in the next season but anyway by the time we're done with the phantom ranger we have to determine precisely who or what he is yeah uh, we'll figure it out yeah and there's a bunch of evidence you know like a- again he is he is immune to time and to parallel dimensions I'm going to say he's Zordon's son. That's the thing. Even though that's one of the rumors, it's the thing right now that makes the most sense to me because he's from Eltar. They say that explicitly. There's um, data about him in the uh, in this robot that, that Emily just pointed out probably came from Zordon. And also, he's immune to time, which is not really, I don't think, an inherited trait, but it, but sort of. It's, it's like a mystically inherited trait. Sure. So we'll see if anything really puts a, a wrench in that, but it's what I'm going with for now. Like, um, like okay, like this is going to be really stupid and, and dumb, but like, I once made a, a Pathfinder character whose bloodline was like necromancy, he was a sorcerer. And the okay. idea was that his grandfather was a lich. And he inherited from his grandfather. That makes no sense, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, the human... Um, like, obviously, his grandfather had kids before he was a lich. Because I was going to say, did fucking... the lich fuck? And then no, he had no, lich he kids? No, he didn't. The idea is that, like, it magically permeated his bloodline. So that it, like, affected him, even though it happened after the fact. Was I got my idea. ten liches fuck. Mm, I mean... <laughs> they can fuck. If they want to... Listen... If anything wants to and has autonomy, it can fuck. It just depends, you know, if you have different definitions of fucking, but, like, anything can fuck. I mean, fuck. Like, they can fuck, but can they procreate? Uh, probably like, not. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, they're dead. He's got so dust probably semen. not. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, oh, liches are trans uh, girls? The infra- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. The, the information that uh, that uh, they have about Phantom Ranger is is that he has. I just have to keep moving. Is that he has a power ruby in the center of his chest, and that if they take that, he won't have his powers anymore. Uh, from is from, anything about this power ruby ever going to be explained? I'm just going to ask now. So Eric, our, uh, Eric, our. Um, our editor was telling me that in uh, the Sentai, this is nothing. It's just he has a red spot on his costume. Yeah. So I don't know if they do I mean, that or not. I, I feel like Eric knows more about the Sentai than me at this point because he's actually like watched ahead and stuff. But like it, it wasn't brought up in in the other. It episode. doesn't. It also doesn't look like a ruby at all. It's just like a red spot on his costume. Yeah. But, but I mean, like whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so the the they're basically their plan is to try to get him out into the open so they can steal his power ruby. Um also General Havoc has a big old laser 
that they can shoot to Earth from here. Um, Which never really it, comes up in any meaningful way. There's like a scene about it later, but it doesn't really. Well, matter it's the at best all. part of the episode, but we'll get there <laughs> when we get there. Uh, but yes, yeah, I, so, I do like that he shows off that it has like a fucking Atari twenty six hundred ass controller attached to it. Yeah, no one ever uses it for that. They no. just grab it and fire it by hand. Also, Diva talks immediately points, points it, it directly at him because she's an <laughs> idiot. Um, and... Oh, yeah, so Zach, what do you, what do you think of the new Diva Talks? I think she's good. I mean, I... Did you notice I, a big change? Her accent's different. She's not yeah. doing a British thing, really. Which is interesting because General Havoc is doing kind of a British thing. Um, but I think she's good. She, honestly, like, the character, I feel like... Uh, is pretty th- much the I same. Think in this episode, yeah. which is impressive, is way le- way like less notable. Like it, at least for me, last episode maybe was the first because it was the first one, or maybe it's because she had yeah. a lot of lines like near the beginning. Yeah. Uh, it felt. Yeah, I, I am yeah. curious because like, yeah, I watched this with Cassie, and she we haven't got a chance to watch the previous episode together. And I said, like, by the way, there's a new Divinox actress. She's like, oh, wow. Like, I, I wouldn't have noticed if you didn't well, tell too, me. So and I felt vindicated because, like, last episode, Favi and Mike got on my case for not really noticing a difference. Well, two things. <laughs> the first is that I think she does a good job of playing the same character. And that, that goes to the other actress who's, I'm sorry, I can't remember the names. Um, uh, Hoyt? Carol Hoyt. Carol yeah. Hoyt. Yeah, the lady. And this, this lady is Hillary Shepard. For copying the performance in the movie. So, like, I think they, they keep continuity of the character pretty well. She's a, she's stupid. She's uh, petty. She's haughty. Like, it works. Yeah. The other thing is that I think Diva Tox's mask, which I don't know how much we've talked about explicitly, but it basically covers one eye and then, like, the sides of her face, but not her mouth or other eye or nose. Honestly, like, that... It's really hard to tell with just that, which <laughs> yeah, is totally. interesting. I never really thought about, like, you know, the domino mask, the mask that, like, Robin wears, that that style of mask. I always thought it was stupid, but, like, I guess it's kind of more effective than I thought it, it yeah, would be. I, I guess, I Let guess me tell so. you, listen, listen, this fucking pandemic has taught me one fucking thing. You can't tell who anybody shot- is. Yeah, yeah, it is incredibly hard to tell who someone is when you can't see the bottom half of their face. Yeah, um, it, it's but, true. But I mean, to be fair, to- don't want to ask masks cover the top half of the face. But like, I think it's kind of like, like, um, and then the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie, there's a good scene that like highlights that where she's like, I fucking, I've seen you naked. I know who you are just because you covered your fucking cheekbones. I. I can tell. And I think it's true, like, if you know the person. Right. But also, like, if you don't know the person that well, yeah, it's like, people don't look that different from each other. <laughs> yeah. So her voice is different, but that's th- that's the main thing, I think. And it's not bad. It's fine. I, I think like, I, that I've she's been seeing doing a good this job. On, on Facebook a lot, where people have been posting, like, like 13 different white male actors with brown hair. And it's yeah, like, I can't sure. fucking tell the difference. <laughs> I think uh, it's very funny. Have you ever seen yeah. uh, Hi, interrupting with my bit. I think it's very funny that the game knows that Mike likes Monopoly because that's what it's telling me. Oh, you I survived oh. the Monopoly no. game night of 98. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mind Monopoly. 
Uh, well, that puts you in the top 10% of Monopoly likers, as far as I'm concerned, I so... I was gonna say, fucking seven identical-looking actors, all named Chris. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that, but the joke, uh, the time has passed for that joke. So, um, well, they don't really look alike anymore, because they got older, but yes, uh, true. Well, I never thought the Chris's looked alike, but there's, yeah, other actors who So, uh... They they get ready to or, or or right so she gets excited and shoots the laser uh, and it ricochets off everything and almost kills everybody which is very funny uh, yeah and I guess this laser was also in the Sentai because we get some some footage of it bouncing around the base and we'll get it wasn't the of one later. that I watched but it could be in a later episode but yeah uh, so then we have the I can um, also see them superimposing that over Sentai footage oh sure. So then we have the intro scene, and we cut to uh, the rangers in the uh, command center. And this is, so Alpha, the rangers are all freaked out, because they're like, we don't have the Turbo Megazord. And hold on, I'm sorry, I have to stop my own narration, because Ashley's outfit, Ashley's outfit, it's so good. She has... (laughs) She she has a yellow shirt, which is fine, and then yeah, the she yellow has, shirt is the one normal part of the outfit. Let's and then just, she it's, has it's her baseline, like pink and light blue plaid, and yellow. There's golf, some yellow in that plaid, and too. yellow golf pants, and a matching bucket hat, and I love it so much. <laughs> if it, it was just the pants, it probably would look fine, but with the hat, it's just kind of weird. <laughs> this is an extremely early '90s look in a late '90s TV show, and yeah. you know what it says to me? It says to me that the wardrobe department made a trip to the thrift store. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So uh, they're they're like freaking out, but Alpha's like actually, like- I, I do also want to point out it's. It's a less uh, obviously bluntly, you know, garish way about it. But Justin's shirt is also extremely 90s. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's, it is. It's the collar shirt where, like, most – like, the whole lower part of it is, like, navy blue. And the upper half is, like, these thin white, blue, uh-huh. green, and black stripes. Yes. I've never it's, seen it's that a, a lot very in, 90s in sixth shirt. grade. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I definitely wore a shirt just like this as a kid. Um, so – uh, Alpha is like, well, actually, it's not that big a deal right now because, uh, as you can see on the, the screen here, Divatox is not currently attacking. So I wouldn't worry about the fact that they did kill your big robot. Um, so. Fuck off, Alpha. Yeah. Uh, he seems weirdly calm about it. Um, the, uh, Demetria is like, all right, guys, don't worry about it. You're Power Rangers, which means you're super brave. And Divatox can't do anything about that, so you you're you'll be fine. So okay, I, I want to talk about fucking Div- uh, for uh, Demetria here uh, did in I this say- episode. Go ahead. Um, I don't know. Maybe you did. Maybe I. Maybe only I did. I don't know. Demetria's thing in in this episode. So later on, the uh, the Phantom Ranger is gonna like he's gonna show the Rangers. He's gonna take them on a journey uh, to give them their new swords. And throughout all of it, Alpha's gonna be freaking out. And Demetrius could be like, we must have faith in the Phantom Ranger. And all I could think is, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does Demetria know something we don't? Um, or is she, she just does? bullshitting? I, 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 with the Car Ranger corner, or garage rather, Car Ranger garage, I'm, I'm always like, the worried. corner of the Car Ranger garage, because, yes, you I, know, Car I, Ranger garage has four of those, or I, eight of those, depending on your perspective. I, I don't want to compare the shows and, like, say one's better than the other. I, I try very much hard not to do that, because they are very distinct shows, and, they, and they're good on their own rights, and, like, 
whatever, right? But it is interesting in this scene where she's like, oh, you still have your courage and you still will fight. When, like, a very similar scene happens in Car Ranger, but it's among the rangers talking to themselves, and it's the Red Ranger doing this, like, speech saying, like, even if we think we're going to lose, we have to fight. And it's, like, way better. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I don't want to, like, say, like, because, like, I mean, if I'm being honest, yeah, I think the Sentai is better. But, like, this is still a cool show, but, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just it, when the last two episodes have been very much, like, almost adaptions at the same yeah. time sure. with 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 big changes but like still like kind of the heart is the same beats so it, it made me think about that more in this episode than other ones fair it point actually made me think so, that i think uh, i like it when they just go do their own complete different things sometimes yeah, yeah I, I tend to agree. I, sometimes the adaptations yeah. are good, but a lot of times I like it when they just do whatever. Uh, so they morph, and we cut over to uh, me having to ask uh, the rest of you, Did was the Monster Tours thing in yes. the last episode? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay, so... You should watch the last episode. It was pretty good. <laughs> I, just, I just ran no, out of time. Fair. I will. No, that's uh, fair. So <laughs> I have not missed one yet And I'm not going to start now So uh, Bulk and Skull Are giving their monster tour thing uh, and Why is Skull doing a goose stab? I, just I don't know that. It makes Fuck me a little skull. uncomfortable uh, <laughs> I mean based on what we know about Skull About Eugene Skullovich I don't want to also, know this about isn't, that <laughs> this isn't a, Okay I, I'm going to defend this This is not a goose step He's just doing a, an elaborate march. Goose step is straight up like you kick your legs straight forward. Yeah. He's not doing that. He's just taking high knees. Okay. He's so high stepping. He's not. He's of, not. Sorry. That's fair. One of <laughs> yeah. the uh, uh, attendees says that their their pamphlet guarantees that they will see a monster. Uh, Lieutenant. This Stone, also happened last time, which is just. Why do these people want to see an evil giant killer monster? It, it's yeah. one of those things where, like, if there were giant monsters, I would certainly like to see a picture of one or a video because or, they're or, already or, there. Or and I might go as on well a tour where they've been. I, and, I might as well get to what see happened. what one looks like, but I would not want to see one in person because they are a giant monster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this. This episode, so, like, the, the crux of it is that, like, you know, Detective Stone, who owns the tour business for some reason, is, you know, is going to get mad at Bulk and Skull for making edits to the, the pamphlet promising that either the monsters or the rangers are going to show up. And, you know, that's a valid thing for them to do because with the two of them, rangers and monsters constantly show up and there's, yeah. you know, and it's going to happen. But I can't believe these fucking indignant tourists who are like, I wanted to see a giant killer monster. What could kill me in one shot? Like, yes. <laughs> I and when they do see a monster later, spoilers, they have run in terror. It's like, right. yeah. yeah, that's my favorite part is that they see one and, the, and they scream and run away. Cause that's what you do. And even Jerome says that. He's like, yeah. oh, first you wanted to see a monster. Now you don't. <laughs> so the, uh, Stone says, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not that this is a misprint that I apologize. Uh, Bulk sees, uh, light, which one's lightning cruiser, storm, whatever, lightning cruiser. The, fly, the flying car, lightning cruiser. The red one, yeah, go overhead. Go overhead. And, and it's, says, it's TJ with, uh, Ashley in the passenger seat. And yeah. Bulk just goes, look, it's the Red Ranger. And the 
the crowd are too slow to look to right. see it. No one sees course- him. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, look, uh, that's the now you've seen a ranger. And uh, this one lady says that was probably a plane. Um, there's some fairly decent physical comedy with Skull, who's just staring up into space, looking there's- for it. And Bulk mess with- messes with him. Uh, one of the ladies in this tour, which the camera like never focuses on because she doesn't have any lines or anything, is like fucking. She's cool. She's got like this long skirt and a blue cap, and I don't know. She's, oh yeah, she just it's seems a good really look. Cool. Baseball cap plus <laughs> skirt. I like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some really great just uh, '90s kitsch outfits on. So like, there's a bunch of old people in this tour, and it's it's really great. The fashions. Yeah. So, well, this, this one character looks younger, but she, yeah, she's she's. Cool. Yeah, the one the one you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. But like, I've seen a lot of like like. Just, like, old dudes in Hawaiian shirts and shit like that. <laughs> totally, totally. So Lieutenant Stone's going to take them up to the uh, the top floor, but Bulk and Skull are going to go to the place that they know has the best food, the which is a different floor. floor. Yeah, so they're going to meet up with them after. Um, we cut over to the, uh, uh, what's it, what's the Tyrannosaurus Zord Mega, called again? Megasaurus or something? Metal, so- metal, metal Sonic. Metal, 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 metal Saurus. Metal Sonic. Metal Sonic. Yes, literally, literally, Metal Sonic uh, shows up. I gotta say, the, the best part about this scene is is we 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 zoom in on uh, General Havoc, who's in, who's up in the cockpit, the open air cockpit, which I still love. Metallosaurus. Um, yeah, and he, he he starts looking at this map of Angel Grove, and it's like it looks so shitty. <laughs> So and this map was kind of in the Sentai too, but looked slightly better. And yeah, I, but I, this isn't even a map of Angel Grove because Angel Grove is just a big square, and then like south of that's just Stone Canyon, which is which which also goes into our theory because while Angel Grove has a big pink square like designating its area, Stone Canyon has nothing. <laughs> it's just it just says Stone Canyon. What's, what's great is <laughs> it's, it's it's a great like match shot. I don't know if I'm using that term right. But, like, we see in the Sentai him pull this pamphlet out, and then we cut to this American footage close-up of his hands in the pamphlet. Yes. Uh, this There is something that is important that we note, which is that he says that this is a map that Elgar made. And that explains <laughs> it because it's three squares and then some lines. And but so, like I mentioned, that this this map, like, even, like, the, the actual, like, map map wasn't a Sentai as like a very similar looking map it's but very with funny. a little bit more detail. Yeah. <laughs> so he he goes off towards Angel Grove. Yeah, uh, he's like if my sense of direction still works on this ghastly planet, I believe it's this way. Uh and he gets to downtown and just starts smashing buildings immediately. Um TJ uh and Ashley see the Metallosaurus and they just start shooting him. With, uh, well, with first guns. they they try and lock on with like the oh, computer yes. systems yes. inside the lightning cruiser, and then we see him on the little monitor go no 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 yeah, I- and then it fizzes out. He's like, damn, he's he's jamming our shit. I guess we're gonna have to shoot him manually. Yeah, with, with our thousands you- of guns. It it's weird how many guns the car has on it, but okay. Um, also, hey, it's a space car, you know. We cut. We then cut over to, um. Justin and Carlos and uh, in lightning and Cassie and we still get that great shot of his feet locking in that you got clamping show in time. so that so that kids don't know that you should ride in an open truck bed. Yep, exactly. 
I mean, um, you, can, you can stand in the back of an open truck bed. I done did it on my grandpa's property a bunch growing up. It's fine. Yeah, but you if, shouldn't tell kids to do it, I guess. Or, like, that's at least a network well, saying, like, you can't show this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they, they uh, everybody's trying to shoot he's Metallosaurus. He's on, on this fucking Jeep thing. So really, he's fine. But yeah. Right. <laughs> we, we cut back to uh, Lieutenant Stone and all of his uh, uh, tourists are running away. Uh, and then he sees the monster through these blinds, which is important because the, he just puts the blinds back and runs away uh, from the big monster, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, we get some more strafing runs uh, at the uh, 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 at Metallosaurus. And we and actually then, get some like original footage here of Metallosaurus getting hit by them, which is interesting. Yes. And then uh, Divatox uses the laser on the space base to shoot them uh, on Earth, which is just, boy, incredible aim. I cannot <laughs> speak highly enough about that sniper shot that she takes. Um, and uh, they start going down, so that's not going to work. Um, they're able to land safely, but yeah, they can't They can't keep shooting at it anymore because they got shot. Uh at this point, they uh, are basically like, "Okay, well, let's tr- let's try the uh, what's the laser? The turbine laser on it." So they shoot the turbine laser. That also doesn't Which didn't work. work last this- episode, so I don't know why they tried it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah So th- this turbine laser has been used four times, and it's like one for three. Yeah, it's not a great. It it does well. To be fair, they keep using it. In situations I don't think it's really useful for, like, they shoot it at the giant monster. No, it's supposed to be for when they're little. Uh, I, I do like that we see the rangers like, attempt to fight this thing about their zords, which we don't see in a Sentai. They pretty much get those new robots, like, before they even attempt to fight Metalass, Metalosaurus yeah. or whatever. Metalass. <laughs> yep, Metalass. Metalass. I'm going to call that from now on, Metalass. Uh, <laughs> So they get blasted with eye beams from Metallosaurus, and then uh, some Piranatrons show up, something they can actually, you know, fight. And uh, we get to hear the Piranatron song again, and yep. we see we hear a lot more of it. And man, it's so mean. It's very mean guys. to the Piranatrons. I feel so bad for them. They're trying their best. It <laughs> says they smell bad. It says they're stupid and lazy. Aww. It's very rude to the Piranatrons. I mean, who- the, the smell bad makes sense because they're fish. Well, Do, are, are they? they? Well, they're fish? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, they're called piranatrons. So yeah, but they're tr- called trons. So they're robots. Fish fish. I don't know. Be anyway, after the like, uh, you never heard of a cyborg fish before. Uh, you know, fair point. After the <laughs> fight, uh, they s- just scream at the piranatrons to go away until they, <laughs> they do. do. Which is very yeah, funny they, to me. It's great. They just taunt them as like, yeah, you wheat little piss ants. Like, <laughs> listen, we're afraid, we're afraid of your boss, but you guys fucking suck. Well, I mean, like, and, this, and like, I assume the Pernhorns can hear the music, and they're like, what the fuck? Like, I guess we'll it's, leave. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like hilarious it. that they, they introduced the, the fucking Wumper equivalents last time. And it's like, oh shit, here's our cool, here's our cool new minions. They're way more powerful than those Lame ass piranatrons, you know. It's like the, it's it, the, the fucking super putties, basically. But then they just say, "Just go back to the fucking piranatrons." Well, also, mm-hmm. uh, this is they're so advanced above the piranatrons that they can just scream at them to leave. It's like in a JRPG when you out level enemies and they just <laughs> die when you hit them. 
Uh, I wish more so, JRPGs had that because I can only think of like Earthbound right now. <laughs> uh, there's a couple. The new uh, Paper Mario does it. Cool. Um, so anyway, uh, the Phantom Ranger shows up and he's like, all right, you guys got to follow me. And they're like, but we have to save the people. And he's like, fuck them. Come with me. <laughs> I mean, that's not what he says. Uh, no. <laughs> Basically, uh, well, he says, he says, you have to trust me. And it's like, dude, you won't even tell us your name. Like, listen, he told them you told us out, Phantom Ranger. Like, fucking never, <laughs> never tell us. We've been calling you the Phantom Ranger. We don't even know if like, if you're okay mm. with that. Nick. They just, Are you yeah, okay with it? They just made that up. He never said he was the Phantom Ranger. He's like, my name's Steve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then he makes a magic hole in the ground, and they all jump in the hole. Yeah. Yeah, and I like how they become JPEGs just before they hit the hole, and then Ranger slide in. Ranger go down really the good. hole. <laughs> Ranger go down the hole. Uh, they're now- oh, ma- oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So, like, I was only half paying attention when I watched this episode. I guess this is another fucking I missed the rats moment. Because, like, I, I completely missed the magic hole. Holy cow. How did you miss it? It's a magic hole. I wasn't looking at the screen. I was <laughs> playing fucking a- Team Fortress or something. I don't yeah, remember. They make, he makes a magic hole. That's one of the one of my favorite things in uh, TV shows is when someone has a power that there's no fucking reason they would have like Piccolo's clothes beam. Uh, and apparently uh Phantom Ranger just has whole beam, whole magic. It's, it's amazing. Gun. Cause he just points at the ground and like it, it, it's, it's, it's all squishy and bendy when it forms, but once it's complete, it's just a square. Yeah, it's just it's a, a square perfect hole. square in the ground. It looks like um, it even has like some texture on it that it looks like in in Minecraft when you dig one square. That's what it looks like. Uh, and so yeah, they, like they clearly they clearly want it to, to they want it to have a shadow gradient, but they didn't have that much time, so there's like hard blocky lines. So they jump hey, down the magic hole. Zach, uh, this would be a great time to take yes. a break. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hi everyone, Luke here to tell you about a new show called Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast that's really two actual play RPG podcasts, releasing on alternating Mondays. I GM both campaigns, and the whole thing's been set up so we can playtest Eidolon, Become Your Best Self, a game written by me and totally reprise host Molly Rhinebeck. Give it a listen at AudioEntropy.com, or head over to our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Playtest, where for a small fee, you can get early access to the game. It's awesome! Go listen to us! the magic hole you're in the magic hole you can't you can't just you can't just start with that 
Why not? You can't just be like, all right, guys, and three, two, two one. one, clap, and we're in the magic hole. Let's go. I mean, like, there's Let's context. Go. People people know. Like, we talked we're about it before. We're in the magic hole. Go, 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 go. <laughs> go in the magic <laughs> hole. the magic hole. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the magic hole. And I was trying to adjust that line to be like, walk down a dark corridor. <laughs> I feel like I should make it explicit, by the way. It's not like they go through a magic hole and then they're in a mystic wonderland. They're just like in the sewer under the city. No, I'm pretty sure you just made like a literal hole. Yeah, it's going not, to the it's, city. It's magic because he made it with magic, not We have no reason to assume he closes it even. He, he There's just his, a hole in the street now. He uses ghost powers to make a hole. There's <laughs> I mention it all the time. But there's a web serial about superheroes that I don't think it's very good, but it has interesting powers. And one type of power is that you're a person who can create, like, make technology, but it's usually a very focused type of technology. And it's there a forge. is a guy there, yeah, but everyone has a different type of, like, focus in their technology. And there is a guy who can make holes and makes, like, a hole in a building, has a gun that shoots it, and it makes a, a hole. Ah, a hole so gun. the spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh so he's he's got he makes a hole and then he's like okay it's right over here uh the thing i have to show you is just through this wall and then he, great make another hole asshole he forgets how and he's like oh i'm gonna shoot it <laughs> yeah he <laughs> makes a gun that totally just looks like the needler from halo and then a he bit, yeah. sh- shoots the wall mm-hmm. a bunch which it I seems would like love a ranger to actually literally have the needler from Halo. <laughs> I mean, based on its color, let's give it to a pink ranger. Make yeah, it and, let's, and, let's, and let's have them do the melee attack where they slam the needles into the guy. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Fucking gouge out a putty's eyes. Let's go. <laughs> do they have eyes? I can't remember. Yeah, they yeah. have red eyes. Oh, they do. Uh, so it's only been a few years. How could you have for- forgotten the putties? You know. I'm old. I forget stuff now. So uh, the putties they, listening to this are crying. Oh, sorry, putties. <laughs> crying uh, through their we, gouged out eyes. We cut. Ugh. We cut back to the command center, and uh, they're trying to find the rangers. Uh, but Alpha cannot locate the rangers because they're because I guess his scanners, which can find anyone anywhere and give them visual contact on anything in the galaxy, cannot. Read under the ground. This lead, well, there's, this there's, lead lining there's two in the reading. Grove. It's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> there's two readings here. Because of all the stuff we're about to find out is under the ground, uh, either the Phantom Ranger has just set up this elaborate underground base uh, that's covered, like protected in some way such that Alpha and anyone else can't scan and find it. It is secreted in some way. That is explanation one. Explanation two is this is a magic sewer. Ooh, magic sewer. Like, uh, does it go to the Mushroom Kingdom, maybe? I mean, maybe. Okay, cool. Or at least, like, the fucked up Mushroom Kingdom from the Mario movie. Yeah, the weird one. Um, Mario would be a- Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck! Okay, okay, hold on. New theory. New (laughs) theory. New theory. Okay. Phantom Ranger is Princess Daisy. After the- (laughs) You're not- After after you're not gonna believe this, uh, she and the plumbers go back- and the fucking, like, the, the Mushroom King is fucking devastated. Koopa's back. You know, she's got a, 
she she has to like find a way to regroup, and the way that she does that is she goes to space and becomes a Power Ranger. And <laughs> right. I don't really I don't really know I, how this I all ties back around. I am incredibly into this because Cassie likes the Phantom Ranger, and what's going to happen is is, is the Phantom Ranger take her helmet off, and she's going to see it's Princess Daisy and still be into them, <laughs> and then they'll be gay. <laughs> yeah, and then she'll wear that prince? weird purple triangle dress or whatever the fuck princess. <laughs> Uh, or yeah, so Princess Daisy uh, is trying to make a hole in this wall <laughs> with with her cool gun, and uh, uh, the other Rangers are like, like "Man, what? my mom died in a in a in a <laughs> sewer like this. She got jumped <laughs> by fucking a general in a coup. Did I ever oh, tell you about that? God, that had a Goomba. Y'all ever fight Goombas? I think, you know, honestly, honestly, you know, just have her go the off for like chons. fifteen minutes about like this fucking Mario shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw you had like a T Rex costume on your wall there uh, when I was like, you know, when I woke up in the command center. I got a friend named Yoshi. I, I think Justin would like him a lot. Oh God! So uh, they decide to use teamwork to destroy the wall. By which I mean they all shoot it with guns at the and same all their, time. All their guns are their colors, which I don't think is always the case. But no, it's it's not. They just decided to do it for this shot. Um, Alpha still can't locate them. He's freaking out, uh, uh, but but Demetria basically tells him like, "Don't worry, you have to trust the Phantom Ranger." And and like Mike said earlier, why? Because uh, they got nothing but, else, <laughs> right? Yeah. So anyway, they're freaking out. Um, so finally, uh, we or so then we cut up to the. Uh, so when you uh, Zach, when you said that the the laser is one of the best scenes, I didn't notice this the first time, and fuck, it's good. <laughs> oh, this is incredible! So we cut up to the space base, and um, uh, uh, Elgar is shoot just shooting Earth with it, and he's like, "This is fun. I'm having a great time. I'm hitting all these moving things." Uh, what are they called again? Oh yeah, satellites. Just murdering all these satellites. Um, and he's he's like he's murdering Holland. people. He he doesn't actually know the word for it. He's killing humans, y'all. <laughs> uh, Divatox pushes like Elgar's him out a of mass way. murderer, and the show just doesn't want to admit it. I mean, he's tried to kill so many children. Uh, yeah, the thing is, usually he fails, and it's hilarious. True, like, he's just murking people now. Divatox shoves him out of the way and is like, "How dare you? This isn't a game." Uh, and then she says, please give me a token, I'm out, and he gives her a token, and she and puts I it in the machine, it. and then it turns back on, and it's, it's a really good. It's a coin-operated death laser. Yep, it's got, you need Chuck E. Cheese tokens to shoot the big death laser, and I love That's that. That's very good, actually. <laughs> really I, I do like that, you know, the, the reference to this ain't no game, the, uh, Marketing slogan for the Mario movie, which this episode has made canon. Oh my uh, god! Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we cut back down Again, to ev- every movie we've done holiday episodes about ties into the Power Rangers universe. Oh and sure, we will figure out why. Y'all are gonna fucking flip your shit when we figure out how Mouse Hunt ties in. <laughs> god, Mouse Hunt. I mean, Mouse Hunt <laughs> e- easily. It could just be a place in, like, it's just a house. It's fine. It'll work. Uh, so we anyway, have to go deeper than that, Zach. That's not enough. We have so to fucking like, game theory this shit. I, I don't have that strong an, a, of an opinion on these news words, but what oh, I, I will thought you were going to say you don't have that strong an opinion about Mouse Hunt. <laughs> no, I, 
I have a pretty strong opinions on Mouse Hunt, actually. You can listen to the Mouse Hunt episodes if you want to know what they are. Um, the These new Zords, I, I don't, I don't really like, like or dislike them that much. Yeah. So what did, we talk, I don't, did we talk about the metal? Because like, we're kind of skipping. Did we not talk about the Metalosaurus, or whatever the fuck it's called, grabbing... Metal ass grabbing the building? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it grabs the building that I think that Balkan Skull is still yes, in. Yes, it is the one. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, pulls, the- he pulls a... Um, not, you know, back to Matthew Broderick's Godzilla movie. Uh-huh. It's clearly, um, General Havoc saw that and was like, oh, I'm gonna make this giant lizard hump this building. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he's dummy thick and he starts humping the building. Mm-hmm. And then um, we cut over to uh, New Zords. And so um, I guess this is a good enough time as I need to go in the car ranger garage. Yeah, sure. Pit stop at the car ranger garage. Um, so. I mentioned earlier the episode like has some similarities where like it starts off with the Rangers being sad. Last episode we saw VRV Master show up, the Phantom Ranger equivalent, kind of give them a little bit of hope. Um, but yeah, it starts off with they're all in the Pegasus garage, just being kind of mopey, and then a Bozok attack happens, and they kind of all like the 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 Red Racer Kiosuke is like, okay, it's a Bozok attack, let's go. And then like right before they morph the the Yellow Racer Natsumi's like wait, like, what's our plan? Like, we don't have anything. And then he gives a speech about how, like, even if we can't, even if there's no way we're going to win, we have to fight because that's, like, our duty as the car rangers. And then our um, VRV master shows up and is like, ah, that's, that's, that's good. Like, kind of thing. Like, he's impressed and he's going to go help them with, and and he takes them to the Tokyo Dome, which is what we see the, um, the carrier resort come out of. That's like a stadium in Tokyo. Um, a little bit earlier, the, the the first time we see VRV Master in the episode actually is Zonette and Gynamo, who are now been kicked out, are trying to find work at a pachinko parlor, and VRV Perfect. Master just walks out of the pachinko parlor with like a huge paper bag full of prizes, <laughs> implying that he just fucking wrecked the pachinko machines, Very which good. I love. Um, but it actually comes up because uh he takes them to the, the to the Tokyo Dome. He shows them these new VRV um, vehicles. Troopers? Um, (laughs) (laughs) VRV troopers. He's called VRV Master, but that's the name of the new Ranger vehicles they're using. They're also called the VR. They also... Something V Rescue Vehicles or something like that. Like, I forgot what the first V's for. It's it's not important. But he shows them all and we get the... um, We get the V Fire, the V Police, the V Dozer, the um, V Rescue... And the V dump, the V dump, which is <laughs> we're gonna talk about the V dump. I for love sure. it. It's uh, and like the guy who gets the V dump it gives such a good face when he sees that he's getting a dump truck. Um, and it, and at first they're like, um, the the uh, the Yoko, the um, the pink racer is like, we have to remember what Dapu said. It flashes back to Dapu saying like, if you ever see a strange alien trying to give you stuff. Don't trust him. He could be a Bozok. And they're like, oh, we can't trust you, VRV Master. We gotta go. And the VRV Master's like, I understand. Here's these prizes I want at Pachinko. Like, I have fun with them. And there's, they start to leave, and they and they pull out these, like, candies that are called, dr- that, like, drops or something. And they're like, 
oh, what are these drops? And then Yoko's like, oh, wait, something else that Dapu said goes back and like, unless they give you drop candies, we I love those things. They remind me of my home planet and my mother and father. And for listeners, we we actually already said that VRV ends up being Dapu's dad. Which yeah. is very apparent mm. in this episode, both from these drops and the fact that VRV acts like a dad to the Rangers, which is really fun. Um, so they trust him, they get the robots, and he's like, after you're done the fight, I'm going to give you guys a, t- a bittersweet treat. And they do the fight, and it's super, it's kind of the same thing that happens here, where they kind of like, you know, use their new zords to like, beat the shit out of this new monster. And at the end, he comes up with a bunch of like, coffee milk and gives them it as a treat for winning. It's so good. That's I fucking good. love Car Ranger. <laughs> uh, well, so so in this one, and and I think that makes oh, that also, seems like it works. The, oh, the building, sorry. the building has um, it's kind of similar to this one, and the building has Emmy and Shitaru, who are like, I, I probably got that name wrong. It's it's like the the little kids that are their friends are in the building oh, okay, in cool. this version, they're, and they're at a they're at a book fair, and the reason Rich Hiker is attacking the building is he wants the books. So that he can educate the Bozok. Of course, <laughs> knowledge is power. It's true. So, so um, in what I was gonna say is that like I I don't necessarily love or dislike these 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 Zords, but I do. I know it's gonna happen more and more as we get deeper into the show because they just start to be in so many Zords. But I really don't like it when the Zords feel like they're just like here you go. Like, I, I like them to have to find them or earn them in some way. And uh, Phantom Ranger, who literally they don't know who he is still, is just like, here's some robots. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I don't love that. Um, like, obviously, I do, the, the, the Sentai gets into it more on who he is and everything. And right. So, like, that actually may make this, like, better in the long run. But I kind of see what you're saying. Like, I, cool I will say. Cool when they earn them. As much as I'm not a fan of these Zords, I am a fan of this Zord sequence. Because I love when the individual Zords get to do shit. Yes. And they don't even, like we kind of mentioned earlier, they don't even form the Megazord in this episode. It's all the individual Zords, and that rules. Yeah, it's it's cool. Are we going to mention their stupid names? Yes, I am going to mention their stupid names. Don't you worry. Uh, As we've (laughs) talked about previously... And I'm going to remind you, because I need to, the last Zords were Red Lightning, Mountain Blaster, <laughs> Desert Thunder, Dune Star, and Wind Chaser. These mountain are... Mountain Blaster is so good Mountain Blaster is a Mountain Dew flavor. There's no Dew way it's flavor. not. Yes. Uh, these are Siren Blaster, Thunder Loader... <laughs> Thunder Loader, by the way, they try to pretend that the dump truck is some kind of, like, uh, like a uh, like industrial loader. It's a dump truck. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I Carlos love gets that a it's dump name truck. It's just a V dump in a sense. Yeah. Uh, Star- well, let's let's not let's let's make sure we're describing what's what because Siren Blaster. Uh, Justin has a police car, so yes. the signs were always there. Yeah, yes, I know. Justin's the cop. cop. That makes yeah. sense. When we're uh, watching a cast, he's like, this cements Justin as the worst Power Ranger. <laughs> yes. Thunder Loader is a dump truck. Star Racer is... Uh, it's a bulldozer. bulldozer. It's, it's, it's always obvious. Yeah, it's it's not always obvious in its default form because like the 
the uh whatever it's called the the like the actual loader part of it yeah isn't always at the front where it would normally be on a bulldozer it does like a it does a cool robot morph thing where it goes to the back when it's driving around yeah i appreciated learning their names that were actually descriptive in the sentai because i did no idea what the fuck this thing was supposed to be until like in the middle of the fight where right yeah star racer like that doesn't evoke that doesn't evoke what this sword does at all yeah, so then there's Wind Rescue, which is a... Uh, well, don't, yeah, but remember they're called the Rescue Swords, so it's Wind yes. Rescue Rescue. That is true. It's Wind, yeah. wind Rescue Rescue Zord, uh, which is a, uh ambulance. Mm-hmm. And then the dumbest name of all, uh, which is TJ's, which is a fire truck, which is called Lightning Fire Tamer Rescue Zord. Oh my Great. god. Good name. Why is it why having is, lightning? It's a fire truck. Why is lightning truck? in there? I think, so now... Here's something I didn't pick up on. When I'm looking at the old Zord names, also, they kept one word yeah. in the same. So yeah. maybe that's so, why it yeah. has so to be lightning. Like, like, yeah. Mountain Blaster yeah. became Siren Blaster. Right. Uh, Star Racer was Star, Star Chaser, I think? Uh, Dune Star became Star Racer, yeah. Okay, yeah, and, and yeah. And it just it's on and on like that. Yeah, Thunderloader was Desert Thunder. So there you go. But they they kind of fucked themselves by naming uh, the the original Red Zord Lightning instead of Fire because they could have right, just kept it. Lightning Fire Tamer is stupid as hell. Yes, it's very dumb. Um, so if you couldn't tell, these are sort of like utility vehicles, which I I am a little bit more interested in than just cars uh, as a concept. Um. As per- like personally, that's just me. Yeah, I like these Zords because they actually got things they can do. Like I, I, as much as I liked the car Zords because of what they did with them, that was they were cool. But like these definitely have more utility to them and can right. stand on their own as like individual Zords. That's the my, thing. Is like good. My problem with them is thematic because okay. it's it sounds like from what I've from what I've gleaned about uh, Car Ranger, like that was traffic safety. That like that. It kind of follows on that, like you know, the uh, first responder vehicles would be the second set if this is a, if this is a safety themed Sentai. Whereas Turbo has it's all about racing. It's just the car go mm-hmm. fast, and now we just we have a dump truck. Yeah, so. that's fair. The um, dump truck's funny though. We don't, we I don't, like the dump. This truck. is a bit of a it's spoiler. Actually, that's funny. What? Sorry, go ahead, Hunt. This is a bit of a spoiler for like what happens later, but these also become their own like individual like humanoid zords yes yeah yeah oh so, wow cool. i don't know how you feel about that um what i was gonna say is not only is dump truck the funniest choice in this fight at least it's also the most effective one yes for it's, sure it, it's really good in because like the the guy in the sentai who's the green racer is like such a fucking dorko and it just it just fits him so well that he gets a fucking dump truck <laughs> uh, also finally we need to mention I feel bad that for nayuki getting a police car but yeah these zords <laughs> come out of this season's uh carrier zord which is the phantom rangers and boy you barely see it at all and uh, I was reading about it. Apparently, it's never named at all in the series. That's lame. Uh, the toy was called Artillatron. Um, so I guess that's what it's called. But again, they, it's barely in the show. Uh, and it's just a bunch of boxes stacked on top of each other, which I love. I think that's very <laughs> funny. 
Um, it's a bunch of boxes with wheels. Well, and I like how and it's that- it's the carrier sword, which they've all been called, and it all kind of fits because like the other swords like end up riding them. But this one, like literally, it carries all the other swords. It, it just then- carries them in in like boxes, basically. Yeah, in big and, boxes. And it lets them out. Like I think that's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, so we cut back up to Balkan Skull. And this is probably my favorite Balkan Skull scene this season. Because it's mm-hmm. actually legitimately funny and doesn't, it's like, make fun funny. of them. <laughs> they are, they are looking for, uh, stone and they're like, is this the right floor? And yeah, did, we, did we lose track of the tour group? Uh, and they're they like, They have trays yeah, covered food. with food, just... Popcorn and two burgers and milkshake and a hot dog and a milkshake. Like and they they went to a food court and paid a king's ransom. And they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, this is it. I recognize these books and this, and I recognize that monster. Anyway, let's have some food. Well, the best and- part is is Skull being like, ah, oh, yeah, I should have I should have known that that that's the monster. Like he acts like it's yeah. like. It's so good. I should like, recognize oh, the monster. Right, yeah, the monster. Yep, yep like, uh, recognize that like monster Eric- anywhere. Put the audio over this for this scene in because it's really it's very good. Funny. Like up until the milkshake, I guess, because there's not really any audio there. But like this exchange is really funny. It, it, it legitimately made me laugh, and it's the first time Boca Spell scene has done that this season. Snackaroonie time! Bulky, are you sure we got the right floor? Of course, we have the right floor. Books right there, window right here. <laughs> Monster outside the window! <laughs> of course. I should have recognized the monster. <laughs> Bulk literally just passes out. Uh, we cut back to the rangers and their zords. There's actually a shot that I don't know that we've ever seen this before, which is you see um, it's like an image. I don't know if it's literally just a little picture that they glued onto the toy or what, but you see TJ in the zord and then they like zoom out. Yeah, it's a pretty like cool from, shot. From the, from the outside. It's, it's, it's kind of cool. I don't think we've seen that before. Um, so, uh, we've got the, the Zords, uh, they're driving around and they just kind of show you what they are, uh, and show you that Metallosaurus is still shaking the building. Skull is trying to wake Bulk up, uh, and he just won't wake up cause he's passed out from terror. Um, TJ uses his, uh, uh, extremely cool new power. Also real quick, I, again, I don't have a problem with these Zords. The explicit call out by Phantom Ranger that these are the most powerful Zords you've ever had, and the first they do thing it every that, time. <laughs> and the first thing that TJ does is shoot some water at Metallosaurus. <laughs> Listen, water pressure can be really damaging. It, Have you ever it hit can, with a fire hose? But like, remember geez. when they had a fucking dragon? it's just silly. Well, well, well see, so, the thing is that Phantom Ranger doesn't know about the dragon zord. He's like, wait, you guys have a fucking dragon? Yeah, why really, are you, you guys using really that? downgraded? <laughs> <laughs> so he shoots the Metallosaurus with water and uh, it, it pushes him away from the building. Um, uh, General Havoc is pissed off. He's like, whatever, though, I've killed you once. I'll do it again. 
uh, shoots so his this, laser. This building takes a lot of punishment in the sen- Yes. Is there yeah. anything special about this building in the Sentai? No, I, I mean, it's, it's just a place where they're holding a book fair. And there's okay. little kids in it, so it can't. But just the best die. part about this building is that it's it's shaped in a certain way that gets utilized very in a scene coming up here, where well, okay, go ahead. I was just gonna say that like um, the next thing that happens is that like after the 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 metal ass shoots lasers at them, the um, siren car, Justin's car takes a takes a jump into its mouth. And then he, and then the monster smacks it away, and it lands on the building, which is shaped like a half pipe, and yes. dives down, and yes. it's fucking sick. It's very good. I love this shot. More than that, I love that first Justin says, I'm going to distract him, and then he jumps directly into <laughs> its mouth, which is a good distraction, I guess. That, that's a real good strategy. If you're fighting a monster, and you are the most obnoxious member of your team... Just jump into its mouth. Yeah. Just fucking dive on in there. Uh, and it's just very funny that he's like, I'm going to distract him. Oh, God. I'm oh, being- speaking of monsters, how's it, how's it going over there, Fabby? Oh, uh, I was waiting for the moment. We can talk about it. I'm making tweets. Uh, don't look at Twitter. But I'm making tweets so I can just show you all. Do we want to do this now? Or I was waiting until the episode You may as well. D- don't keep the listeners in suspense. Yeah, okay, sure. Okay, sure. So... Uh, I'll post the tweets here in a second because I didn't get to all of them. But uh, the sad news is that me and Zach went uh, dateless to Monster Aww, Prom. Uh, I tried asking the hot uh, demon dude and he said no to me. Zach uh, asked of the hot werewolf dude and he said no to him. Uh, although Sack was voted, uh, let me look what it says here, um, most likely to marry a zebra uh, at prom. Okay, so that's, sure. that's something. Uh, Emily and Mike the, did actually get a date. Emily yeah. dated uh, Zoe, the cool Eldritch trans girl, and also maybe became the high priestess to her cult. Um, Dang, love it! And then uh, I got an achievement of you two playing DDR together. It's very cute. Aww. Um, and then uh, Mike, you took the hipster vampire boy to prom, and it was nice. Nice. You like <laughs> held hands. Aww. Yeah, seventh yeah. base. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Seventh. Yeah, seven. That's the correct Sorry. order. Uh, thank you for the update. I'm bummed yeah. out I I didn't uh, get next a date. Time. But There's I'm, always next time. <laughs> next I'm time that I'm, I don't pay attention to an episode. I'm glad I married a zebra, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, most so, likely to you marry were zebra. voted most likely to. Oh, okay. So it's not even guaranteed. Great. Perfect. <laughs> um, so... The the uh, the Rangers are still driving around its feet and trying to uh, uh, keep it quote unquote keep it off balance. At which point, uh, Carlos drives by in the Thunder Loader, and <laughs> he's like, yeah, uh, the Thunder Loader is gonna finish the job. Like it's so he, cool. He, his 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 loader is full of what totally aren't marbles. They're definitely giant boulders. I'm sure uh, <laughs> that like he just drives by and he's dumping a trail of these giant. 
rocks. But have to bear in mind, like we're looking at skyscrapers here in fiction. These are giant fucking boulders that he's just leaving across the countryside. Yeah, yes. but for the now, sake of the fight, they're marbles that the monster can slip on. Now I have to point something out, which is that before he, when he dumps the things, he says. Thunder loader download as his like cry for for dumping these, and I have to imagine it's <laughs> I, it just has to be because Carlos was like, well, I'm not gonna say dump, like there's no <laughs> way I'm gonna say that. Uh, so what's a cooler <laughs> he's, thing? He's doing the best with what he's got. <laughs> yeah, and it just made me laugh so hard that he says download. I don't know why. That's not what. Like, there's no way in which dumping rocks out of a truck is downloading. Incorrect. Uh, what if there's cyber rocks <laughs> on, an, on, a, on a fucking uh, computer truck? The only thing I can think of is literally that the rocks are the load and he is putting the mm-hmm. load down. That's the only, like, <laughs> way that works. Uh, but yeah, so he trips him up like a fucking... Like the fucking wet bandits with some uh some marbles and he falls down. Uh and uh Bulk is resuscitated with use of a hot dog, uh, and they're able to to run away. Well they're going to. Yes. Skull's trying to drag Bulk away. Bulk's like, but the milkshakes and there and we just get a, a snap zoom in on their milkshakes, which are on the ground, still upright and intact, <laughs> miraculously, with bendy straws coming out of them. And we just get this dramatic slow-mo of Bulk. He's, he's going to go dive to save the shakes. Yes, it's great. It, it made me laugh really hard. Okay, um, now I want to interrupt you all because I want to get your impressions in case you know what these characters look like. Uh, I took some... Uh, I made some tweets, so if you would please go into the chat... Oh. I see. Oh, uh, you the can click through. Boy is cute. Yeah, you can click through. There's some more pictures, and tell me what you think about your dates. Let's the ones that here. had dates. <laughs> well, tell me what you, what you think about the werewolf boy who said no to you. Uh, the were the werewolf boy is clearly a jock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not my type. But uh, that was never this, gonna work. Yeah, this, this Eldritch girl is adorable. <laughs> uh huh. She's great. I love her. I think that the game was particularly rude to you, Fabi, because it says you yeah. could not get a date for the rest of your life, which is clearly incorrect. The game can be mean at times. That's fair. <sighs> but they're cute. I like it. Yeah. Mike, what do you think about your vampire boy? Uh, he seems all right. <laughs> he, he, uh, my thing is, he's got, I, I don't know, between the bow tie and the haircut, mm-hmm. he... He's mm, he's he's got kind of some alt right energy to him. Uh oh, <laughs> that's valid. That's valid. Now I want to point out that Mike's uh, prom outfit includes a little yellow top hat for his shadow friend. Oh that's yeah, that's so very good. I enjoy that deeply. It's very so, good. There you go. Okay. Anyway, well, that's perfect. what happened today in the podcast for Fabby. Yep, thank you very much. Uh, and Skull save their milkshakes. Um, or try to save their milkshakes. I was gonna say that, like, if I'm on Bulk's side here, I would run back for the milkshake before leaving. <laughs> you know, if well, especially because, like, usually nothing happens to the buildings when monsters attack. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
Um, uh, in this part, though, and I missed that this happened when I was watching it the first time, because Bulk and Skull are sliding around like, you know, the, the building's being smashed. Actually, the top half of the building has been broken off. They're still in it, and it's falling. Yeah. And, and then... then uh... Yeah, Ashley catches it with uh, with tractor mode on her new yeah, sword. With the fucking uh, bulldozer. God, I used to know what the bit of the bulldozer that holds stuff was called. I used to know this. It's not just called like My a grandpa had shovel. one shovel. It, I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and she places it into on Carlos's dump truck, which is very cute. Yes, it's <laughs> very funny. Yeah. Um. And and yeah. So then, like, which also this. I, I I feel like I always was a little unsure on how big the the car zords wa- were. They're huge. They're just as big as the other zords. Um, it's just their cars. So they're giant cars. Anyway, yeah. But what's great is uh, so we cut back into the the room and it's a total mess, absolute disaster. Uh, Bulk is mourning the death of a hamburger. But <laughs> honestly, a really nice happy ending for Bulk and Skull here. Uh, even though it's not the ending for them in this episode, unfortunately. Uh, I wish it was. Like, but wait! The shakes! They're intact! And <laughs> they, they they click them together to, to toast, them. and then they drink. Yeah, it's great. That's uh, then the the rest of the Metallosaurus tries to topple the rest of the building. And uh, uh, I, I just really like, in, in the Sentai, um, Natsumi, uh, the, the, the Yellow Ray series, all like, My biceps! And then the other person, and then uh, Rich Hiker finishes it, are stronger than yours! But, like, I just want to say Natsumi is a butch queen, and I fucking Aww. love her so much. Good. <laughs> She's uh, so cool, Fabby! <laughs> sounds cool! <laughs> you need to see it. <laughs> yeah, so so, so the, the Yellow Zord and the monster, they're, they're pushing back and forth on this building. He's trying to push it over, she's trying to hold it up. And, and here then, comes the Pink Zord... And, and she makes use of his metal ass that I've been mentioning. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so fucking this thing has a, it's, it's a medical vehicle. It's an ambulance. So it has a fucking giant rocket on the top, a fucking it's a missile launcher. It's a, a syringe. Rocket. It's a syringe. It's so good. <laughs> and it shoots the monster in a, in the butt. And we get some straight up Looney Tunes yes. eyes popping out of the monster sockets. I they loved a- it. They I animate the monster's shot. eyes to pop out. It's very funny. <laughs> is um, this is this the most straight up literal cartoon ass thing we've seen? Yeah, with the monster fights, yes. I mean, like we've had really cartoony stuff with the with Balkan Skull, but yeah, I think with the Zords, this is the goofiest it's gotten. He also like flies up in the air. With lightning uh, shooting everywhere. And then um, he tries to throw a uh, water um, a tower, like the ball of the water you tower. You say try, it very much looks like an accident. <laughs> yeah, well, at TJ, but TJ uses the water cannon to, to, sh- to push it back towards him. And then... For some reason, the water tower explodes so hard. Oh, that it's it sh- gas. It's a gas tower. Oh, it's tank. gas. Okay, that makes sense. It's a yeah. gas container. Yeah. And um, I really like in the Sentai, Rich Hiker here mentions, like, I can't get away because of the anesthesia. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's real good. Uh, uh, but yeah, it explodes so hard. Like, Metalsaurus doesn't die here, as far as we know. 
it just, well, I guess it kind of does. It gets launched into space and goes flying and crashes into the space base. <laughs> it's awesome. I really like it. It's really, really funny. They blow it to space and it's great. It, I enjoy it. Um, at this point, uh, they're, they're basically, oh, they, there's a shot where they pull up to normal cars because yeah. they're in a parking lot and you get to see the scale and they're huge. Uh, so the, um, that's it. They're, they're like, yeah, we did it. News orders. Hooray. And Phantom Racer's like, remember, Power Rangers never give up. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, as long as you believe in yourself, a mysterious man from space will give you new robots. Yeah, as long as you don't give up, you'll just get space zords and it'll be fine. Um, we cut to the gym and juice bar where Bulk and Skull are suiting up for a... Uh, uh, their Monster next tours. shift, I guess. Yeah, and what, everyone's by putting... laughing at them, and I'm like, they're traumatized, and they're getting proper yeah. protection. Fuck you yeah, guys. They're, they're, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a fucking like baseball catcher's vest and bicycle helmets and like boxing gloves and knee pads. Like it's it's homemade armor, basically. Like they're gearing up under the assumption, like they nearly died in that building, and like yeah, everyone is mocking them again, including the Rangers who have. No reason no to reason. bear these guys' ill yeah. will. Right. Like, also, even Justin, who's been around the longest, most of his time as Rangers, they were monkeys. These also, people have... Like, yeah, it's it's something we've gone into before, but, like, these, like, as tenuous as the justification of them being, like, bullies in the early season was, because, like, it does feel like they ate shit, like, way more than they really deserved, that stopped in season two, and... Like, we have completely replaced everyone who might remember them being high school bullies. Like, even Lieutenant Stone, like, has no reason to view them as, like, antagonists. He just thinks they're idiots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a bummer, and it's mean, and I don't like it. Also, yeah. like, they, their current job is, like, hella dangerous. It makes perfect sense, yeah. like, that, that you would do that. I really yeah. do like these whole like monster tours but i wish it i i like everything i wish the show was better with them this is a really cool concept i i I wish this show would let them grow as characters beyond just being the butt of jokes because like they've they have grown and but the show doesn't like recognize it like when I first saw that they started being workers on a monster tour, I'm like, this is the perfect job for them because they have the most experience of anyone in Angel Grove besides the Power Rangers and more so than the current Power Rangers of monsters. They always yeah. get it. And I'm like, that's great. That's cool. And then it just gets fucking, they just, it just, it's just another way to make fun of them. And I'm like, it's, <sighs> it's weird that like, our complaints about the Bulk and Skull plots aren't because we don't like Bulk and Skull. We love it's Bulk because and Skull. We, it's because we love mm. Bulk and Skull. We've grown attached to them yeah. as characters over the years of doing this. And we just want things to go good for them, goddammit. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's a bummer. We cut up to the uh, space-based. Um, General Havoc's like, well, I've still got their Zord. Uh, and... They're Great still trying to- footage of Porto and yeah. a bunch of Wumpers in lab coats, yes, like trying, trying to take this thing apart and figure out how it works. 
and they're basically saying, uh, you know, we're still going to take the Phantom Ranger down. He's on the top of my shit list now. And then we Actually, just here's get, a question. Why yeah. do they need to figure out the Turbo Zord's te- tech when Metalsaurus was better than it? Well, that's a good question, especially now that they, they have don't know the, how to the combine Rangers. robots yet. Right. <laughs> but especially now that the Rangers have new Zords that seem to be more powerful, like what what's the goods that going to do them? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get like a fucking a phantom ranger looking over the city like a batman shot which is cool Uh, it's it's cute and then we cut it's a thing that in the moment is cool but is again like everything else the phantom ranger is undermined by the fact that we will never find out what this thing is now i know about vrv master dad like dad ranger dude i Mm -hmm. i just i just can't like the phantom ranger (laughs) he's not as cool I'm just like unless we have unless we have specific reason not to do so presented to us before the end of the season, I'm I'm just gonna pretend this is Billy. Just gonna, <laughs> yeah, like it's that like that's just gonna make me happy. She was that she's Daisy. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. We did we did have that earth shattering revelation that is entirely yes, accurate and 100 percent true earlier. Very important. I can't believe I forgot about that. <laughs> so that's the episode. We all make mistakes, Michael. Uh, and. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, like I said, I like my... it. It's cool. Like the new Zords are cool. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the like again. This, this is the first time I've I've seen a Bokum Skull moment that actually made me laugh in like forever, which yeah. got undercut by the ending. But like, I don't know. It was still good. And yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was good Power Rangers action fun. Yeah, not so much good Power Rangers stupid fun. My but, my yeah. main issue continues to be that I just don't like that. Like again, that it was this stranger is just like here's new robots and they're like mm-hmm. cool thanks, uh, and I don't love that. But it's I fine. think it's like the worst parts of Power, not the worst parts, the most frustrating parts of Power Rangers that don't involve like racism or bigotry. Um, yes, yes, like makes it. Like, just not explaining or being like, oh, don't worry. Just just trust it. The good guys are the good guys because they're the good guys. Right. Yeah, and like I mentioned, like, the, the, at, at, at least in the Sentai, the Rangers mm-hmm. earn it to some degree in that, like, they go out without any way to win and, like, on their own and, and come to the conclusion that they need to be courageous and save everybody without, like, just Demetria saying it. So that feels a little bit more like they earned it. We're like VRV masters rewarding them for like being brave. But this is just like, I don't know. Here's some yeah. swords. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Um, so that's a bummer, but it's, you know, it's still, I, I, I think it's a pretty decent episode. So it's not, yeah, it's not too yeah. bad. I like um, the, the Zord fight a lot. And, and yeah, like the cool, like that, that's still one of the coolest shots of the, Sadly, it's it's the police car doing it, but like running down that half pipe building was so cool. <laughs> yes, yeah. There's some good stuff in that in that in that uh, car fight that I really like. So, I, um, uh, good. I'm I'm still standing by. I like this sequence because again, I love individual Zords doing shit. But I'm just I'm not a fan of these new Zords. I I miss the Turbo Zord. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. I think I think 
I don't know how much of that is me just genuinely not liking these Zords on their own merits, and how much of that is that they're replacing my favorite Zord so far. Yeah, and and again, like, this is Sentai exclusive, so it doesn't really matter for Power Rangers, but, like, the, the Zords, the original Turbo Zords that perform RV Robo, were supposed to be, like, the great constellations that, like, Dapu's people looked up to as, like, gods and, like, powered them, and now they've been replaced is kind of weird. Like, yeah, that is weird. Like, the whole thing is that they were powered by these great constellations. What's the deal with these new ones that make them better? Like, yeah. They just got them from space. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, so, it, 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 it is being rewarded to them by Dapu's father. So maybe there is, like, some reason why they're better, but yeah. Right. Um, so that's the episode. Uh, we I actually have some questions, but um, I unfortunately... Let's fucking to- do them. Let's do them. Well, I, I need to wrap up a little bit early, unfortunately. So I do have okay. questions. Um, we're going to do them. But <laughs> if you have questions, uh, send them to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter, Teenagers with Attitude on Facebook, or Teens with Tude at gmail.com. Uh, and Mike, is there anything you want to plug this week? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit, and you can hear both me and Fabby. On uh, Eidolon Playtest, right here on AudioEntropy.com. It is an actual play podcast uh, split into two groups where we are playtesting a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Persona-inspired game system made by our friends Luke and Molly. And uh, there's a Patreon attached where you can get some cool bonuses, hear episodes early, see early drafts of the game. Uh, Just a lot of of fun shit. That's that's Eidolon Playtest. It's real good stuff. Uh... Honestly, I, I feel like it's some of the best uh, stuff it, I've been involved with on the network, honestly. It's really good. Yeah, it rules. Yeah. You should check it out. Uh, Emily, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, just, I mean, I haven't even been tweeting lately, but if you want to look at my Twitter, it's at This Is Emerald it's on Twitter. And Fabi, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Fabi underscore Garza on Twitter. Uh, you can also find some of my writing at uh, Pathfinder Lost Omens Legends, a book that came out last week by the time you're hearing this. Uh, it's a really cool queer book. Um, if, if you don't care about Pathfinder, hey, this is a mostly like rules light, lore focused book. About characters you can use in any like role playing fantasy setting. That's like fantasy ish, you know? Um, but if you do like Pathfinder, there are some like boons and, uh, special things you can get by interacting with these characters. It's a really cool book. I can't wait for it to be out because, uh, as of recording, it currently only like certain people have copies to it. So I keep like, Checking Twitter and the forums and being like, uh, did anyone else? And the reviews seem to be very good. Um, yeah. There's like some fiction in there. There's just some entries for characters. Uh, if you like this type of thing and would like, you know, a bigger role playing company like uh, Passi- uh, Paiso to keep uh, doing this, you know, maybe consider picking up the book, picking up the PDF. Because uh, this is really a weird experiment that they decided to do. Get a bunch of like cool, diverse, bunch of us queer um, writers and make and hey, get guess what? We wrote a very cool, weird, diverse, 
queer book with like everything from like um, anti-imperialist uh, or not even imperialist, but like anti-fascist uh, trans uh, women to spider boyfriends to like ace characters <laughs> and non-binary characters. It's really good stuff. Fuck yeah. So yeah. Ch- check that out and support, you know, diversity in, in the bigger uh, uh, RPG companies. And hopefully that'll, that'll trickle, trickle up, I guess. <laughs> uh, so yeah, check that out. Um, for me, just uh, check Cast me out reverse on reverse gravity and, and on and Twitter. Yes, up. yes, that's reverse <laughs> gravity. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Chinchy McChilla and uh, check out AudioEntropy.com for lots of cool other podcasts. Uh, and that's gonna do it for Teenagers with Attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I've been Emily, and I'm Fabi. May the power protect you always. Stay with y'all. It's been a while. It's, it's in my head. It's been a while.